Welcome to the Pre-Vet Pausecast. I'm Alex Avellino, your tour guide on the journey to becoming a veterinarian. Listen along as we provide you with tips, tricks, and tales on applying to veterinary school. Welcome back to season four of the Pre-Vet Pausecast, Binging the Application. I'm Alex Avellino, and today's episode features a student who wants to boost their GPA after a tough start during their AA program. We chat about masters, post-bac, and non-degree seeking courses as options. You'll notice names are removed to ensure confidentiality. I want to thank this student for allowing us to record their advising session to help listeners understand potential paths to raise their GPA to get their application into the hands of admissions committee members. Okay, so I have, let's start with, I want to get a master's. Um, I'm trying to decide right now, and I've looked into a few. I looked into the shelter medicine master's that's online, and I would kind of prefer the master's to be online because I really like the job I'm in right now. So I don't want to leave it. And then I also looked into a master's of public health because I'm very interested in One Health. Okay. So my question would probably be, so um, in your survey, there was the two areas of improvement. You should know where those are. And mine would be, I need more research hours and then I also need to improve my GPA. Okay. What is your GPA? Um, 3.1. So when it comes to research, you're only going to know which program is going to offer you more research based on their website. The Shelter Med Online program, I don't know if you're going to get that since it's online. Mm -hmm. Public health program, don't know what their research vibe is like. So some master's programs will just be project focused and not research. So like thesis or non-thesis. Thesis is going to be research. Did you happen to notice if either of them mentioned the thesis? I believe the master's shelter medicine one has an option to do either or. Okay. So. so when it comes to that, then you'll pick whichever one is going to give you research hours. Then when it comes to improving your GPA, you want to look at what types of courses they're offering. If they're all VME courses, like veterinary medical, I honestly don't know what the E, I think it just stands for like vet med. Then that's going to help your science GPA. Any courses you take are going to help your overall and last 45 GPA because they'll be recent. Mm -hmm. So if you took, let's say, let's say you had a master's in dance, none of those courses would help your science, but they'd help everything else. So you'll just need to make sure when you're looking at the courses, are these science-based courses? And if they are, they can help your science GPA. Okay. So how do I determine... So only science courses would be the VME pre thing? Not necessarily. So like if they're BIO, like biology or CHM, like chemistry, all of those for sure. So if you told me, oh, I want to do a microbiology master's, all of those courses are going to count toward your science GPA. Mm -hmm. So with public health and like things like shelter med, I am, I don't have like, you know, the course catalog in front of me to know, but if it's like special topics in you know, something like that isn't science related, that yeah, might not get kind of stuff like definitely not. 
It might not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cause I mean, obviously when picking a master's, like I want that to also, I want to find the happy medium in a master's that I'm happy in, but also is going to help me in a way. Of course. Way. Of course. And I mean, you definitely don't want to take something that's going to be crazy hard and hurt your GPA. So you want to think about that. The other thing you need to think about your undergrad GPA. So 3.1 is not horrific. Like you'll definitely raise it by doing a master's degree, but will the admissions committee look at the transcript and say things like, well, we're still not sure how this student is going to do in the veterinary curriculum because they didn't do so hot in the prereqs. Mm-hmm. And that would mean, okay, maybe you need to retake courses from undergrad, or you need to take new upper level undergraduate courses because to be frank, a master's degree in general, in my experience, is not as hard as undergrad. In a master's degree, there's like 10 people in the classes with you and you have, you're really close with your professors and the courses you're taking are super specific. Undergrad is a lot harder. So undergrad, I think, honestly prepares you in a different way for vet school than a master's does. So you don't want to go ahead and go get the master's and then, then them say, we're still not sure how they would do with vet school because they didn't understand the foundational courses. Public health does not prepare you for your veterinary curriculum as much as courses like microbio, biochem, bio two, all of those courses. Okay. Okay. So, okay. That's good information. Yeah. So like your master's is going to be great and it's going to help you think differently and upper level thinking and really focus in on a couple of things that will help you in the profession, but not necessarily give you all that foundation. Okay. Cause um, when I'm, when I look at my, my GPA, um, I was a dual enrolled, dual enrolled student. So I got majority of my whole entire associates was done when I was in high school. Uh-huh. That is what is murdering me in the GPA oh. section. Okay. That's usually, usually it's the, well, I guess it depends. Sometimes people do worse when they start off because they're, it's new or they'll do worse later on because the courses are harder. So are you telling me your two years at a university are stronger than your AA? Not, not. Well, my AA was like a 2.6. Okay. So, and I was, I was like, like sophomore in high school doing that you know right yep but which is why you know it's really the people who the students who dual enroll at an early age I'm always like oh this could be rough it could be rough I had absolutely no clue how big it would impact me I know and that's a nightmare so I think for you that's something to consider as well if you boost your GPA enough up to where they actually review your application you're going to want to explain that. You're going to want to talk about my first two years of college when I should have been 18 to 19 and 20, I was 15 and 16. So those kinds of things you want to highlight for sure in essays. So at this point, I think you should look at your transcripts and notice, okay, should I really be going for the master's or should I be going for like a post-bac program where I can focus on my prerequisite courses Or is it really, okay, I didn't do so bad. I just have a lot of Bs. Maybe I have some Cs in courses in like pre-calc or pre-algebra, like those courses or trig, those courses ruin GPAs. So you need to look and then you can decide, is it time for the masters? 
should I only take 15 credits of new upper level science courses to help my GPA and to show them that I have it together? Or is the master's the best option? You'll have to look at all of that. Okay. And when you say post-bac program, what okay. are you talking about? So post-bac programs can be at any institution. And it's essentially that you graduated with a bachelor's degree, but now you're going to go and take more classes and it's structured. So you could be taking non-degree seeking courses, which is like, I'm going to pick a class here and there, you know, on a whim, do my own thing, register for these courses. But a post-bac program is a set program and a path, depending on what the student is interested in. And the post-bac program that I'm thinking about at UF, there's a pre-health post-bac. That is the only way at the University of Florida that you're going to be able to take prerequisite courses again after a degree because they reserve the seats in the classes for students getting their degree. So to my knowledge, it's 60 credits. It's not inexpensive. So you'll have to look into that. But if you're like, no, I really want to try again and retry all the prereqs, that would be an option for you. I'm sure other institutions have programs like that. That's just the one that I'm most familiar with. Okay. Okay. The thing that's not great about it though, is you're not going to come out with a degree. So if you do your master's, you end up with something on your wall that says, I have a master's degree in blank. The post-bac program is really to give you a second chance at the prerequisite courses and to help your GPA. It is not going to help. You're not going to get like a degree out of it. Okay. All right. That's fair. But by doing something like that, you can still be getting research. Like I'm sure a lot of the students in that program have research projects going on as well. So you would be able to raise your GPA, try again with the prereqs and get research done. And is, see, that's, so I'd either have to look like locally if there was a post-bac program near me or, but if it was online, I really wouldn't get the research benefit. I don't know. You'd have to talk to the folks who are in charge. Maybe you would be able to do the research on the weekends and you could go into a lab. I know that I do a form of research and it's all online. It's literature reviews and I read the article and I summarize the articles. Technically, there is a research component there. So some research can be online. Okay, that kind of transitions into my like finding research because I'm, I'm graduated. So, and I live in South Florida, which FAU is nearby and I've reached out to them. I like called them, didn't answer, I emailed them and they were like, you know, we kind of reserve those research spots for current students first. So that was kind of the answer they gave me. Yes. So I, I mean, that's not surprising to me. The fact that I'm still doing this research after my master's is because I started in my master's. So I'm still doing it even though I've graduated. However, Academic institutions are not the only places doing research. So you could be going on like Indeed or monster.com or LinkedIn and just seeing, you know, what other folks, I mean, corporations do research all the time. You could even be doing psychology research or research, you know, for like random fields, like all of that counts. So you would think about branching outside of academia. Okay. Okay. Um, I guess, I mean... So that like from what I've gotten from you so far, this makes me kind of more geared to look into either post-bac programs or 
a more sciencey masters per se, like a microbio or biology. Maybe, yeah. I mean, the shelter med masters. From what, and you know, we can change from year to year, like what we accept for science GPA. Mm-hmm. But like it, lo- it does look like the shelter med stuff really is going to help your science GPA. It's all BME classes. But when I'm looking at a transcript and I see the role of animal shelter in protecting community and public health, that is not a sciencey, a hard science course. That is not physics. That is not cell bio. That is definitely more conceptual. So yeah, does it prepare you for a a career in shelter medicine? For sure. But is it preparing you to get through vet school? I would go with potentially no. Okay. So it depends on what admissions committee member gets your packet. It depends on everything else. And maybe, you know, your GPA, like I said, 3.1 with a bunch of B's isn't the worst thing in the world. Yeah. And the postdoc program is 60 credits. That's two years. So you might not need that many credits to help your GPA out. So it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of like weighing what's your best option. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Okay. Well, that kind of sheds more light because the shelter medicine, like I feel like I definitely looked at my, like I sat down and I looked at my transcripts and my grades, like in the beginning, like that is really where it's like impacting my science GPA and everything. Cause I got like a D in oceanography when I was a sophomore in high school, a D, D they let me pass with that, like in oceanography, which is a science class, like, you know, so, and then, but if you look at like my last two semesters at UF, I had like straight A's or maybe one B. So, okay. Okay. So that's definitely, so maybe the shelter medicine would. Totally could work. Yes. So if you're telling me your last two semesters at UF had solid A's, then getting a master's degree and you doing well in it will really help control your last 45 GPA. So Mm -hmm. your overall Mm -hmm. might not be so hot, but you are science will go up because of this and your last 45 will go up. Okay. This is very enlightening <laughs> because so yeah, not, yeah, I think my last semester at UF had a 17 credit hour semester and I it was taking biochem, microbiology, like growth and development or something that might be a little off there, but, and it was always in one B and I was taking okay. heavy. Okay. <laughs> I think what it sounds like then is, yeah. You were a young high school student getting their AA, hot, hot mess with just like navigating life and high school and college, killed it at UF. And now you just need to help your GPA out a little bit. Okay. Okay. Because if I'm an admissions committee member and if you're accurate and I'm seeing that you took 17 credits with like three science courses in there and did well, I'm like, oh, can totally handle it. Mm -hmm. So the postback doesn't really seem like something you need to do based on what you're telling me. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's, that's comforting. That's very comforting. And do the masters with the research and we'll see what the admissions committee says. Cause even by doing all that, you still might not get in based on the competitive school and everything else. So, but I think based on what we're talking about, that sounds like a solid option. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. And then you think that, I guess this is also just going to have to come from my personal research, but with a thesis, 
there'll be more up it'll be more research based thesis literally means research okay so okay. if you if you do no thanks non-thesis you're not doing research thesis means you are doing research you are writing a paper you have to have faculty mentorship and then you have to defend your thesis by the time you're done okay all right then that's that sounds like okay that answers both of my questions okay good i and i, I think that's all i had for you Okay, wonderful. Well, good luck. Let me know if you need anything else. Thank you so much. I You're really welcome. Bye.